Hello and welcome once again to another wonderful episode of Cool Pods podcast series. I'm your host Deepa Kulkarni and with me today is Kate Daly who is the managing director of the Center for Circular Economy at Closed Loop Partners. I would love to welcome you Kate um, and I'm looking forward to an engaging conversation with you. Thank you, Deepa. It's my pleasure to join you today. You're welcome. Um, so, yes, looking forward to learning a lot about Closed Loop Partners. To, so to start with, what is Closed Loop Partners and what was the objective uh, behind starting this initiative? Closed Loop Partners is the leading circular economy investor in the United States. And I joined Closed Loop Partners three years ago to launch our Center for the Circular Economy, Mm -hmm. which is the innovation arm of the investment firm. And so the center operates in parallel with the firm's investment platform, which provides an arc of capital spanning venture capital, growth equity, private equity, and project-based finance. And the goal is to accelerate the growth of circular business models, circular products, whether with early stage companies or including established companies and and infrastructure and and systems. And so the center is a place where global brands and businesses convene to address industry-wide material challenges and to implement systemic change that advances the circular economy. Whereas at Close Loop Partners, under the fund verticals, there's active investment mm-hmm. in businesses and facilities that enhance the spread of circular business models and the recovery of materials so that they're kept in play. Okay, so so basically you are telling me how the center fits within the Close Loop Partners, the, the way it works. Yes, that's right. Okay, that's, and, that's great. Go ahead. Yeah, and... And so, you know, within the center, a lot of the work that we do is with corporate brands, we work with NGOs, we work with recovery facilities, we really take a holistic and systemic approach to solving for material challenges. Um, And some of the examples of work that, that we do is bringing together collaborators. So for example, in 2018, we launched the Next Gen Consortium in partnership with leading food and beverage companies, including McDonald's and Starbucks, to reimagine the to-go fiber cup, to to think about how is this cup that you get your coffee in in the morning, how do we make sure that it's 100% recyclable, compostable, or even exploring new refill models? And so we're really looking at these everyday iconic materials and products and seeing how we can make them more sustainable or look at an entirely new way of having those products be a part of our lives. And so another example of our work is last year, we launched our consortium to reinvent the retail bag with Mm -hmm. CVS Health, Target, Walmart, and other partners. And we're identifying sustainable alternatives to the single-use plastic bag, which is is so problematic and gets into our waterways and clogs up our recycling facilities. And really looking at how do we take this iconic product and identify sustainable alternatives that reimagine the way that we get our goods home. Don't just replace single-use plastic with some other material, but go back to the drawing board and imagine in the way that retail works today and retail of the future, how do we get our goods home and, and how do we apply innovative new solutions to address that challenge? 
Okay, that's wonderful. So what are the different uh, sectors uh, that you work across, uh, you know? So the, the Center for the Circular Economy focuses on the, the same sectors that Closed Loop Partners is investing in, mm-hmm. and that is addressing materials challenges across plastics and packaging, food and agriculture, fashion and technology. And so, for example, within the center's consortium to reinvent the retail bag, we work with a real diversity of brands, including the grocery sector, sports and outdoor goods, apparel and home goods, and the value sector. Um, whereas within our next-gen consortium, we work with food service brands, mm-hmm. um, working on the circularity of, of packaging um, and, and identifying alternative approaches. And so in the center, a lot of our work focuses on innovative solutions for packaging. We're also doing research and analysis within advanced recycling technologies and identifying how this whole suite of emerging new types of technology to recover hard to recycle plastics, for example, could potentially be an additional tool in the toolbox to address the, the plastic waste crisis. Okay, um, that's that's great. Um, so uh, you know you have you talked about these consortiums, right, of companies, and so uh, traditionally, right, um, Target and Walmart are actually competitors. So how do you get them to come together and collaborate for a common cause? Um, and what is the framework uh, that they work within? Well, it's been amazing to see these competitors come together as, as collaborators. And I think part of the motivation is that they're all in the same boat in the sense that typically after point of sale, they lose sight of their product and packaging. And it, it, it goes sometimes places that it's not supposed to go. And so we bring together across the entire value chain, stakeholders, brands, the the other actors to identify what are the bottlenecks, how do we build in incentives to make sure that valuable materials don't end up in landfills or in our waterways or or the natural environment. And it's not possible for individual efforts to accomplish systemic change when you don't have control over the, the downstream impact of your materials because you've lost sight of them. And so I think the value that collaboration brings really outweighs the, the risks of working with competitors. And, and we're seeing a real appetite for that, that type of, of collaboration for those companies that are interested in, in transformational change and really want to move the needle on global waste issues. And so the, the examples of, of two projects that we're working on, the to-go cup and single-use plastic bags, those are ubiquitous everyday items. Right. And we, we really need to bring together a, a large number of stakeholders in order to, to have systemic change on those things. And, and so when these competitors come together as collaborators, they're really showing their, their leadership in the industry and, and setting a positive precedent for their peers, but they're also sending a unified signal to the market. Yes. And a lot of the manufacturers, the suppliers, they just wanna know like what is the material or product that I can sell and manufacture that isn't going to have a backlash because it's not being recovered properly. And these market signals that, that collaborators can send are really important to have this kind of stable, consistent understanding for the marketplace. 
And there's also shared efficiencies, of course, through sharing resources and insights of doing this work together. And I think more importantly, when, when brands come together this way as collaborators, they're reframing this, this global waste issue to not be about short-term fixes that only affect one stakeholder, but really looking at long-lasting systemic solutions that can only be accomplished through collective action. Okay, well, that's that's a great effort. Um, and um, so, you know, there are potential companies who would like to know uh, as to what are the criteria uh, for these companies, uh, you know, who potentially want to participate uh, in the future challenges, uh, companies with uh, new technologies. So how do you evaluate them uh, or how can they be evaluated? When, when we're evaluating designs for innovations that, that may be disruptive or not, we're always looking through the lens of impact. Okay. How will this impact people? And that might be upstream, downstream, that might be your customers. How will it impact businesses and how will it impact the planet? And again, that's upstream and downstream. Where are you sourcing these materials? How extractive is it? And then downstream, is it designed, designed in such a way that it's likely to be recovered? And how does this design affect your customers, your employees? Does it fit within your existing infrastructure? Mm -hmm. um, are there unintended consequences of, of this new design? And then ultimately, we're always asking the question, is this a technology that can be scaled? And we want new designs, technologies that these, you know, we work with startups and entrepreneurs. We want to make sure that the what they're putting out into the world is inclusive and accessible. And so those are the kinds of questions that, that we ask a company when we're, we're thinking about introducing their solution into a, a partnership with the global supply chain of our brand partners. Okay, that's how. Okay, that, that's great. Um, now, once you select the winners uh, of these challenges, how do you support them, um, you know, from whether it's a startup company, early startup company versus uh, someone that is already established? It's a great question. You know, we, we launched these global solution searches, these, these innovation challenge challenges, because we, we want to source all sorts of ideas and solutions. We, we see amazing ideas from high school students all the way through to established corporations with their R&D departments. And so we have a real diversity and, and spectrum of, of who we allocate as winners to our innovation challenges, to our solving these specific material challenges that we present. And so we work with each winner on how to refine their designs mm -hmm. and identify what funding is needed and allocate prize money to them. And some companies are invited to join our Circular Business Accelerator, which provides mentorships and also insights and, and contact with the consortium brand partners. Um, the, the Accelerator also supports design research and prototyping and guides the winners in how to hone their designs. Typically, the, the winners of these solution searches they, they may have an amazing product or business model, but it doesn't mean that it necessarily already aligns with the operational realities right. of our brand partners. And so you could have the most amazing coffee cup, and if within a, a McDonald's franchise store behind the counter, it's not easy to pull a cup mm -hmm. off the stack of cups, then that's not a cup that works for that business. And so we're really looking at the pragmatic realities of, of how to align these innovative new solutions with the operations of our partners. 
Okay, so basically keeping the end consumer in mind. Absolutely. That makes sense. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, there are organizations like Alliance to End Plastic Waste or uh, the Ellen MacArthur Foundations. So how does closed loop partners stand apart uh, from these kind of organizations? Well, I would say that those those organizations, you know, certainly do amazing work and the Ellen MacArthur Foundation um, has, has done an incredible analysis of what is the gap between the current linear economy and the circular economy. What will it take us to get there? And that analysis is very valuable. And, and we don't just ideate, we, we activate. Right. And so we partner with companies across the entire value chain, from designers to recyclers and composters. We really focus on connecting all of the dots mm -hmm. to ensure that materials are being pulled through the system, not just pushed through the system. Mm -hmm. And so closely partners is on the ground conducting research. We, we catalyze capital into building infrastructure and funding emerging business models. Um, we're innovating and scaling circular solutions. We do this by leveraging our extensive network. And, mm -hmm. and I think we offer unparalleled insight and access to initiate transformational change because we are working at every point on the value chain. Um, and also because we do a tremendous amount of testing. Our, our mantra is innovate, test, scale. And, and it's in that order. And there are a lot of loops there um, because the testing then provides a feedback loop to the innovation before you can scale. And so across all of our projects, we do a huge amount of testing. We do performance testing. We do environmental testing, testing for microplastic, testing for sortation and material recovery facilities. We want to know at every step of the way, is this alternative solution or new business model or product going to create an, a new unintended consequence? Is it going to align with our recovery system? Is it going to align with the technology platforms that it needs to align with? And so that sort of testing, honing, and in particular piloting and in-market piloting um, is really critical before we can scale. And, and so we work really hard to bring these solutions from the, the specific innovation to the systemic and scale that across the entire system. Oh, wow. That's that's great um, efforts. And, um, you know, what in conclusion, I would basically ask you, what is the message that you would like to give uh, to somebody who is listening to the podcast today, uh, whether it's uh, from a CEO of uh, startup companies with new innovative technologies or corporate leaders as to how closed loop partners can help them in their uh, sustainability efforts? I would say that within closed loop partners, our Center for the Circular Economy really serves as a hub mm -hmm. that, that brings together uh, the, the, the entire network of our recovery system, our, our innovation ecosystem from startups to multinational companies. And that we see a tremendous demand for circular solutions. And it's a question of, of matchmaking and matching those needs and scaling solutions that benefit people, business, and planet. And so this is where we come in. So I would say my message to corporate leaders would be that we invite you to join many of the world's leading brands and retailers who are already working with us 
to collectively advance circular packaging innovations um, that have the potential to scale and integrate within your business, within existing retail operations, certainly. We know that the global plastics crisis can't be solved in isolation. Mm -hmm. And so we work really hard to connect leaders within and across diverse industries to create the system-wide impact. And so my invitation always is for collaboration. And I would say that a message to startups might be that that they really need to consider the entire life cycle of their their product or their business model from fruition and moment of design all the way through to end of use or end of life mm. and end of life. And always keeping in mind how material innovations align with recovery infrastructure. The, the Center for the Circular Economy is really positioned at the center of design and material recovery, mm -hmm. and we can provide the resources, network, and insights to help build truly circular solutions that can operate at scale. So it's absolutely an invitation for these groups to, to seek to partner with us. Certainly, there are funds across closely partners that may be more or less relevant to companies in different stages and, and I encourage all of those companies if they're looking for funding to explore our website to see what are the, the potential investment opportunities to work with closely partners. Oh, I think that's very encouraging and um, I'm so glad that you um, you know mentioned um, I mean you're encouraging these companies to take part and um, now I think it'll be very clear to these companies who are potentially uh, going to be uh, participating, uh, you know, in collaborations or future challenges um, to make a decision for themselves. Wonderful. Thank you. And, and our website is a great resource for information about investment, but also we, we've generated a lot of reports. Mm -hmm. We have really, in effect, an open source blueprint on reusable cut models that, that's unlike anything else that we've seen where it, it walks you through the pilots that, that we ran on refillable cups last year in the Bay Area and really talks about what are the key priorities if a business is to transition to a refill model. And, and we know that there is a certain amount of pressure on, on retailers, on restaurants to start to explore and experiment with refillable models and, and replace their single-use plastics, whether that's because of local or regional single-use plastic bans or because of their customer interest. And so because we're in such a phase of experimentation with, with those sorts of transitions to new models, we, we're really happy to share what we've learned publicly so that, that others can, can benefit from the experimentation that we're doing right now. Well, I think that is wonderful because, um, you know, companies uh, who are looking for guidance, um, you know, maybe they have a product, but they don't know where to, uh, how it fits in, uh, you know, um, so they could get those guidelines from your website. Yes, absolutely. That is wonderful. So thank you so much. I think it's been very enlightening, um, you know, to know all these efforts of the closed loop partners and within that the Center for Reco uh, Circular Economy. And I think that's been a really great. Uh, so it's been a pleasure, Kate, to have you and uh, talk to you. And, um, Thank you, Dita. Really applaud, so very really applaud, uh, you know, what you're doing at Closed Loop Partners. Thanks so much. And thanks for inviting me to, to join you on the show. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. And um, all the best for future efforts. And I uh, look forward to having you again. Uh, on my podcast. I'd love to. Thank you so much.
Welcome. And to our listeners out there, uh, all these podcasts are on my website, which is uh, www.sustainabilitypackagingservices.com. And um, uh, also on all podcast um, platforms. So you can go and listen to that. Um, And thank you for being here. Um, And uh, we'll see you again for a future podcast. Again, thank you, Kate. Thank you, Deepa. Very good.